Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado, Colorado's premier outdoor radio show heard every Saturday afternoon on KLZ 560 with insights on hunting, fishing, archery, guns, and ammo from Colorado's top outfitters featuring the industry's leading experts on how to enhance your experience in the great outdoors. Now, here's your host, Scott Watley. Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are glad you are with us. Well, we are into the hunting, big game hunting season, so we want to get the taxidermy I use personally, actually, uh, Elk Ridge Taxidermy, and uh, Ed Schlein is with us. Ed, thanks for being with us on Sportsman of Colorado. How are you, sir? Oh, we're doing good. I appreciate you having us on. You you. bet. You bet. Well, man, I should have done this years ago so you can you can slap me next time i know we met several years <laughs> back but uh man glad to have you on now and uh i certainly got a couple of pieces with you now and hopeful to bring you a few more here over the next uh six to eight weeks but uh first of all let's just start out and you know there's a lot of taxidermists out there and we'll get into kind of the differences and what people should look for but let's just give a little bit of your background and i mean first of all certainly love that you're a hunter and fisherman and all that stuff too so um let's just kind of how you got into taxidermy and uh, a little bit about what all elk ridge taxidermy offers sure no problem uh i graduated at cu with a business degree and i i made computer chips for probably 16 years of my life flying all over the world and one time flying back i missed uh, my daughter's soccer game and it didn't feel so good and i thought what Mm. could i do that i could um, stay at home i could work in any city in america and i started um, working with taxidermy on the side and i was 16 oh and um we've been doing i mean we went from doing it in our garage to now we've we're probably one of the biggest shops, if not the biggest shop in Colorado, doing close to 600, 650 mounts a year. Wow. No, I, I think without a doubt, uh, just from my knowledge, too, one of the largest shops. And um, I have to say super well organized. And that, that was one thing that was very impressive to me. Like, wow, how they keep track of all this stuff. But, man, you guys got a, a process for sure. So when you look back 16 years ago to today, What's changed the most, um, you know, in this whole taxidermy world? Wow, there's a there's a couple of things that come to mind. One, social media, uh, they that certainly brings to light what good taxidermy should look like. Right. And there's there's two ends to that, uh, meaning occasionally we'll mount something and it you know it doesn't leave the shop, but it doesn't quite look right. And we redo it because we just know the ripple effects of a bad mount, what that could mean to the shop mm-hmm. with social network now. Whereas back in the day when I started, you could put a yellow page ad in and people would just show <laughs> up to the shop. And nine times out of ten, if they showed up to the shop, they were going to stay. Now people are shopping online, which is good. I sure. mean, I want people to quality mounts whether they use us or whether you use another one of the taxidermists in colorado and it's important that we represent the animal well by preserving the memory of their hunt well and you you've all seen probably really good mounts online and some really bad mounts online absolutely uh, so and uh, the training when i started was like basically you had to have somebody that would work side by side with you 
And now, um, as a husband, father, you can go to YouTube and fix any faucet that you want. You can also mount a deer if you'd like. Mm-hmm. So I'd say the technology has changed the game in multiple ways. Once again, check out ElkridgeTaxidermy.com. Ed's number, by the way, and we'll give this out several times, 719-495-3258. And they're located kind of in the Black Forest area there of Colorado Springs. All right, so uh, uh, antelope well underway here. Uh, You've already taken some in, you said. So I'd like to kind of maybe work through, you know, just some of the species here with, you know, the pronghorn and deer and bear and elk and give kind of maybe some field tips because, um, boy, especially when the warm temperatures are out there, what are just some of the things that, that, you know, you want to put out there and say, hey, Help your taxidermist out, whoever it is, but, uh, you know, hopefully they'll come to you. But um, what are just some things? Let's just take antelope right now. Uh, What are some of the common mistakes people make there? Well, last year we took in well over 120 antelope, and I bet 10% of those had to have new capes put on for a couple reasons. One, uh, it's 90 degrees in Colorado, and it's even warmer in New Mexico. We get a few from New Mexico also. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we hunt in Colorado, usually we're hunting rifle, and that's the first week of October. And it's a little cooler in the morning, but it still gets to 60 in the afternoon. And too often people shoot an antelope and they don't get that cape off or that hide off right away. Okay. So, number one is take a cooler, one of the longer 110 quart coolers, and keep a bag of ice in it. And take your pictures and respect the animal. Uh, preserve the moment of your hunt, and then as quickly as you can uh, get the hide off that animal to make the meat as good as it can be. Gotcha. Uh, Hides are going to rot probably faster than meat will, and uh, the good Lord provided uh, these animals with fur to keep warm in the winter, and they certainly keep the heat in, so getting that that cape off is going to be critical. Um. What can you do uh, if you don't have ice and such? Uh, when we're talking antelope, uh, it's relatively easy to have ice in a, nearby when you're hunting antelope habitat. Sure. Uh, the, uh, the alternatives are you can take the cape off and let the heat dissipate for 15 minutes in the shade. because It should be 20 degrees, 15 degrees cooler in the shade if the wind's blowing even. And then put that... that head into the bag and surround it with ice in the cooler okay that's super important leave the bag open at right. the top so the heat dissipates out of the top 99 uh, percent of the clients that bring us animals do not know how to cape the cape off of the skull so we get you know we'll get the full head that's been cut off at the atlas joint and that's pretty normal sure um for antelope that pretty much sums up Okay. And would you rather have it like that pretty much where you guys can cape out the head, you know, because, you know, you're the one going to have to be replacing it if they don't know what they're doing? Yeah. Well, it's uh, we have we've had more clients every year show up into the shop this time of year because they've realized that they've messed up a cape in the past. So that's right. good. We take the time to stop and show them how to do it properly. Uh, most of those clients still bring me in the cape on the head just because they're afraid of messing it up. 
to answer your question, we would prefer to keep it, but there are circumstances where if you're an archery elk hunter, you're going further further and further back into the wilderness if you're chasing big bulls than you did 15 years ago in some cases. And if you don't cape that elk cape off when you're, you know, eight miles back in the wilderness and get it into a creek to keep it cool, uh, there's a great chance of losing that. So there's there's benefits to learning how to cape an animal. Uh, I think Colorado is getting more and more populated. And I'll tell you, Scott, if you want to get back and find some real trophies, they don't like generally to be near the road. Yeah. So No, for sure. Ed Schlein is our guest. Elk Ridge Taxidermy is the company, 719-495-3258. If you're just getting in the car or turn on the radio, we are giving kind of some field tips here for the big game season so uh, Ed and other taxidermists can ensure to get you back a great mount. All right, let's get into elk and deer a little bit. Now, I don't don't know what, I assume both those are are pretty close to each other of of tips you may want to give there when we're talking about, uh, you know, harvesting our elk and buck this year sure um the big difference with mule deer this time of year is that we got a lot of hunters uh killing big bucks in velvet and that adds a little more of a component to the hunt because the velvet is very much alive and most of the guys want us to preserve that velvet okay the same the same thing would hold true with hunting mule deer in Colorado this time of year is when you get to the trailhead, spend the extra five or six bucks and have a bag of ice there waiting. Even if you're going to be gone for three or four days, it might save the cape. Uh, You can do the same thing with a deer. You can take an industrial trash bag with you in your pack. They don't take a lot of space. Mm -hmm. But what that does is once you've taken off the head, uh, you fold the cape flesh sides together so that the blood is contained and you can let that heat dissipate for 15 minutes in the shade and then surround the entire head the velvet and everything and just even just putting that in the creek don't let the water touch your cape okay the bags that creek will, will be considerably cooler than the outside air temperature and it's a matter of hours that can save a cape uh, we typically have, I don't, I grew up here, so I don't remember it being this warm I know. in 90 degrees and first rifle has happened, <laughs> I think three or four years in the last five. Mm-hmm. So you got to be prepared for that. Um, elk are even elk and deer are very much the same, except elk, they rub way earlier. So you're never really going to kill an elk in velvet, right? Unless you of those depredation tags in July. Mm-hmm. And, um, so elk just pose a bigger problem because they're, they're three twice the size. And uh, the, a cape might weigh 40 pounds with the rack on it, might be another 15 pounds. So you've got one load all just for the trophy if that's really what you want to do with your right. elk. Right, absolutely. All right, now, what about bears? Man, it seems like last year was a great year for harvesting bears. (laughs) Yeah, three years ago was probably our best year. I think we had an early freeze, and the acorn hatch didn't happen, and the bears were out trying to fatten up, and they were out all day long, and it 
I can't tell you how many bears we got in, but the bears are, um, if I step back just a bit with antelope, elk, and deer, and include sure. bears in this, you really want to know what you're going to do with your trophy before you go out hunting. Um, just be prepared to kill a trophy. And if you don't, then have a great time. But what billy goat hunters that have been coming in is bring it in for full body mount. That way you don't regret it. It doesn't weigh that much more. And the same true with bear. If you want to do a shoulder mount, a half body mount, or a rug, or a full body mount, uh, I think if you look on Elk Ridge Taxidermy website, there's a tab called Trophy Care, and it shows exactly how to cut your bear when you're in the field. And I, I suggest to customers to print that out and then just fold it up and put it in your wallet. So when you're standing over your trophy, the dotted line pretty much tells you right where to cut on your bear. But it's done the same way. Uh, typically, people don't take the head out of a bear. They typically do not take the paws out of the bear either. So they'll cut all the way down to the paws. And then they'll use their knife to get through the cartilage in the the wrist area, and then just leave the digits in in the bear. And then we'll take those out in the shop. Same thing holds true once you're done and you've got that bear off the carcass. Let the the fur side down. Let the meat side up. Let the heat dissipate out of that hide before you roll it up. And and then the other thing in this time of year that I've found to be very useful is you've got a trophy down you've done all the work you spent all the money get up at two in the morning if you have to to hike it out Mm -hmm. because that's the coolest part of the day and if you really really want to preserve that trophy do not hike it out when you wake up in the morning through the heat of the day that's another tip right absolutely once again if you're just joining us elk Elkridge Taxidermy. Ed Schlein is the owner there, and uh, Ed's, uh, of course, been doing this for a number of years now. Outstanding reputation. Uh, I know Lisa and Donnell, uh, our friends from Hunt Data, uh, uh, certainly have sung your praises for many years here. And, uh, you know, another guy, Buddy Matt, uh, picked up his buffalo from you recently. So, kind of get into a minute just i mean is there anything you don't do maybe that would be easier than say all the different things that you uh, do offer with your services no we've uh our shop we've mounted everything from elephants every species that you can think of in africa to uh squirrels and rabbits from little kids that you know just wanted to learn they'll bring it in and we'll try to show them um surprisingly enough Squirrels and rabbits are one of the hardest things to mount. I bet. And, but we we literally just checked in two 16-and-a-half, 17-foot crocodiles from Africa. and So we'll, we'll pretty much do everything. Uh, we do all our local birds are done in shop. We do not wholesale our birds out. Okay. And we do fish, but uh, they're only replica fish. We prefer people to let them go or... If they want to eat them, great, but um, we'll we'll do fish also. So we're an all-around taxidermy shop. We can pretty much do everything except for uh, pets. And <laughs> surprisingly, we get calls <laughs> all the time to do pets. I just For some reason, I draw the line at pets. Yeah, I don't blame you. 
Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> tough. That's that's pretty tough for sure. Hey, good segue though. There, because I did want to talk about Africa a little bit. Um, you know, uh, hopefully, and I, I say hopefully, uh, some folks we work with over there have already had some hunters over there over these last several uh, month or so, and so it does seem like they're opening back up over there. But a lot of people go over there and unfortunately don't know what to do. You know, use taxidermists over there. You know, use somebody over here and just don't want to deal with all the hassle of stuff but man visiting with you uh boy it sounds to me like a no-brainer to go through elkridge taxidermy for african trophies so kind of take a minute and just kind of walk through your process well we've kind of greased the skids for the hunters moving to africa to try their luck over there uh 16 years now we've been in business we use the same broker so uh, when your animals hit the ground in africa all of the the guides over there will use a local taxidermist to dip, excuse me, to salt, then dip your hides. At that point, the broker that we use takes over, and the hunter's responsibility is pretty much done. So they can relax and enjoy the environment. Um, our broker will bring the trophies through port of entry it's either going to be chicago or san francisco okay uh the hardest animals to get through are are your cats and uh, we have never lost a cat i hate to say that (laughs) because it might jinx us but no we have never lost cats we get leopards and lions and uh, you'll need sides tags and all that stuff but our broker takes care of that so as a hunter if you are considering going to africa in the summer, just give my shop a call. Uh, we will create laminated tags that have the hunter's name, uh, the taxidermist name, which will be ours. Uh, we'll have the broker's name, and then we'll have our tannery's name on these laminated tags. And these tags will be attached to the horns and the capes of each of the animals that are harvested in Africa. When, uh, when the customs people open the box and they see the broker she's very well known and they see all the tags they pretty much know things are going to be in order right and they just get shipped right through now the customers animals will skip coming to my shop i i directly send them to the tannery which saves them shipping cost and then the box comes directly to my shop and we will open up the box together the client and myself when they arrive uh, from africa so Hmm. it's a it's a turnkey thing, and really the only hunter has to do is notify us that they're going to use us, and I'll get them in contact with the broker. You do a few electronic sheets that get filled out, and then you go and enjoy your hunt. Absolutely. No, and i tell you, from being over there a few times and the first few times not knowing what to do, uh, this is a great deal, and I've I've told quite a few people about your process already. So, again, if you're looking at doing something in Africa, um, give Ed a call, 719-495-3258. All right, uh, last couple of minutes here. But um, as far as picking out, you know, one thing I loved about, you know, when I brought my uh, buck in last year is, your your guys kind of go through all the process of how, how you want it, you know, right turn, left, uh, um, semi-sneak, all that. So kind of just talk through some of the things a customer, and maybe some folks are going out for the first time. What do they need to think of when they come in to plan for you to mount it? Well, really, the hard work is already done for them, so they can relax a little bit. 
the first thing I ask them is where are they going to put it in their house? In their eyes, uh, they start thinking at that point. Um, that generally determines the pose that, that will be created to preserve their hunting okay. trip. Um, I let them decide. A lot of Sometimes they'll just say, we just want to do a straight-on mount. And in 16 years, thousands of mounts, we've done two straight-on mounts. We really prefer altering our forms, and given the the animal blood pressure is what we call it, mm-hmm. like they're, and we really want to preserve that moment in time, so that when the hunter's having a bad day, they come home, they it takes them back into those woods where that elk was bugling. So we don't we don't like to use uh, cookie cutter type stuff. Sure, we custom make our trees, we custom make our rocks, uh, we custom make any sort of pose that, that our clients would like us to do. So, but we have multiple, multiple places that we buy forms from. And typically what happens is the client will come in and we'll get them started looking through the catalogs. And if, if something really strikes what they're looking for, then we'll order that. If they're like, well, we just kind of want it to turn and have a little bit more movement going this way, then, We'll cut the form, alter the form, and, and mount it to however they want. Okay. All right. Great information there. All right. Let's wrap up with the kind of the time. Uh, you know, people need to, to understand it takes to do a mount. And then kind of how you work your payment structures and all that. Okay. Typically, we're – sometimes we'll, we'll be done in four months with some mounts because a dad might have a son that has a birthday and it's his first deer. We, we save those special expedited mounts for those type occasions. Okay. We may have a, a soldier uh, that might be deploying. Uh, those type things we try to cater to um, because of what, how we feel in our shop as a team about those types of events. Mm-hmm. But typically we're 11 months on anything that gets dropped off. Two years ago, we were a little, I think about 40 of our mounts, we were over a year. But that was a weird circumstance with COVID. Uh, currently, today in the shop, we are mounting uh, second, third week of September. So we're about a month, we're about 11 months out. We're right on track again. Okay. So we can do expedited item meaning let's say somebody's going to move or let's just say they're not very patient at all and they just want it back as soon as they'd have to pay a little extra to get it expedited but we generally do first in first out um anytime uh somebody says it takes a year that's generally a good thing for a taxidermist yeah (laughs) no doubt I'm not saying that uh, there aren't good taxidermists that turn stuff in three months. I'm just saying that for this shop to produce the quality that we want to produce, uh, we just need time to do it right. So mm-hmm. hope that answers that question. Absolutely, for you. absolutely. And then as far as their, their deposit, I mean, how do you kind of work the payments? Well, we always do half up front, and then uh, half when they, when they accept the, the amount, the way they wanted it, which mm-hmm. would be at the end of that 11 months. Right. And it's a big help, too. When you call them and it's ready, come get it, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have Jeez. we have a whole 
we've been feeding a whole herd of elk and deer out in the shop in the showroom for a little while but we're pretty understanding uh i'll bet you scott my whole career doing this we've sold five five or six mounts total mm-hmm. and that was just because they completely abandoned them uh we want people to get their mounts uh, i mean it does say 30-day pickup on the receipt but right I think more compassion in the world is needed right now. I know, I know, yeah. Just tell people, hey, you do need, you know, yeah, you've got a large shop, but, boy, it helps everybody, and I'm sure they want their mount as well. But, folks, I'm telling you, uh, again, I just call it kind of the personal touch to your mounts. Uh, If you go there, go through their shop, see the quality of work, I tell you, I, I I don't really have to say anymore. If you'll just take the time and do that, you can give Ed a call at 719-495-3258 and uh, go check them out. But more importantly, good luck to everyone this year. And uh, I tell you, if you are fortunate enough to harvest a big game animal, I highly recommend Elk Ridge Taxidermy and Ed Schlein and his team. So, Ed, thanks for being with us, sir. We appreciate it, and we'll look forward to hopefully seeing you here real soon. Appreciate your time, Scott. Have a good day. All right. That's Ed Schlein, Elkridge Taxidermy, 719-495-3258. You're listening to Sportsman of Colorado, and we'll be right back. Now's the time to get into the outdoorsman's attic. Hey, this is Scott Watley, and you've heard me say many times, this is one of my favorite stores. The Outdoorsman's Attic's selection is incredible right now for all of your camping, hunting, and fishing needs. Just a few items to mention, all backpacks are 10% off, sleeping bags 20%, and Sitka gear 40% off of retail. They also have great deals on firearms and also tons of fishing gear down in the basement. And if your firearms need a little work or cleaning, see Scott the Gunsmith and tell him we sent you. It's the Outdoorsman's Attic. It's Colorado's premier outdoor consignment store for the outdoors. They're located at 2650 West Hamden. Tell them Scott sent you. At Flash and Beck Law, your attorney sets you at ease from the first meeting so you have the space to think clearly. After an injury, you immediately start worrying about how you will afford the healing process. You start thinking about insurance deductibles, physical therapy appointments, vehicle repairs, and how to pay for rent in the meantime. Listening to one calm, qualified voice throughout the process will help you think rationally instead of making decisions based on anxiety. Call Flesh and Beck Law for a free, no-obligation consultation, and you will talk to a lawyer right away, not some legal assistant who just wants to find out how much money your case might be worth. Then, once you and your attorney both decide to move forward with your case, you will continue working with that attorney the whole time. The same person who meets you for a consultation will also sit beside you in court. Eliminate the fear of the unknown. Call Flesh and Beck Law at 303-806-8886. For years now, you've heard me talk about Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. Hey, this is Scott Watley, and yes, for almost 20 years, Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center has been taking care of our pets. From medical, grooming, boarding, and even training, Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center is your one stop for all of your pet's needs. Not only is their facility state-of-the-art, but now you can download the free Lone Tree Vet app and visit their online store for your pet products and pharmacy needs. You can also have your very own pet portal. Plus, don't forget to read their blogs at LoneTreeVet.com. Do you take your dog on hikes? Check out Hiking the Trail Safely with Your Dog. 
At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they believe all pets deserve to have a good life. Call today, 303-708-8050, or check them out, LoneTreeVet.com. Hey, Dan, you know our jobs are pretty different. I'm a baseball announcer, you're an attorney, and a talk show host. Yeah, but we do have something in common. Really? What's that? Our favorite car dealer, Len Lyle Chevrolet. Yeah, definitely not your typical dealership. That's so true, Jack. No high-pressure sales tactics. They respect your time, and when you have two jobs, that's important. You know, I'd recommend Len Lyle Chevrolet to anyone. And with their low overhead, that means lower lower prices. prices. Yeah, we really do have something in common. Len Lyle Chevrolet. Go easy and pay the least. Chevy, find new roads. For over eight years, you've been hearing me talk about Phoenix Weaponry in Berthard. Hey, this is Scott Watley, your host of Sportsman of Colorado, here once again to tell you why Phoenix Weaponry should be your choice to build your new custom firearm. Phoenix Weaponry is a custom firearms manufacturer. With a combined experience of over 45 years, the Phoenix family can master even the most unique idea. Phoenix Weaponry manufactures a precision custom parts for ARs and builds custom precision rifles, as well as a full line of pistol, shotgun, and rifle suppressors. Whether you're an experienced connoisseur or a new enthusiast, let Phoenix Weaponry build you a dream rifle or a range blaster. Phoenix Weaponry is your one-stop shop for all of your firearm needs. Owner Aaron Casey says our attention to detail and one-on-one customer service sets us apart from our competition. Do it yourself or complete bills at Phoenix Weaponry. They're there to help you build your dream gun. Call them today, 720-340-2496. If you can dream it, Phoenix Weaponry can build it. 720-340-2496 or check them out at phoenixweaponry.com. This is Chris Kane with 303 Roofer. If you have an insurance claim on your roof and want to keep some of that money in your pocket, give us a call and we'll give you a cash bid to replace your roof. You pay insurance every month and now insurance has paid you. It's your money and we understand that. So give us a call at 303-390-1382 or visit our website, 303roofer.com. When it comes to customer service, D&D Tire takes it to the next level. Yes, you will receive great customer service from this family-owned company, but there is a difference when you add customer care. You see, at D&D Tire, they care about your safety and your car, and they understand mechanical problems, tire replacement, or flat tires never come at a convenient time. But at each of the D&D Tire locations, two in Aurora and one in Parker, you will find a courteous staff and technicians that have the knowledge and experience to take care of all of your automotive needs. Right now, buy four qualifying tires and rebates are up to $150 when using your Goodyear credit card, subject to credit approval and terms and conditions apply. D&D Tire Service, your one-stop shop for all of your automotive needs. Check them out at dndtireservice.com. Some skills you only develop through practice. In October of this year, Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law celebrates 25 years defending both civil and criminal cases. He has earned the tagline, trial tested, trial ready. In civil cases, such as personal injury, your attorney has the burden of proof to persuade a jury that you deserve a certain sum of money in return for your pain and suffering. However, because only a small percentage of personal injury cases go to trial, most personal injury attorneys do not spend much time in the courtroom over the course of their careers. Kevin Flesh stands apart from the rest because he represents both criminal and civil cases. 
After an estimated couple hundred jury trials, Kevin has learned how a jury reacts to evidence. He knows how to gauge how much money a jury will likely award in your case. Trial tested, trial ready for 25 years. Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law. Call now for a free consultation. 303-806-8886. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses? Well, look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, Yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. Rush to Reason with John Rush, weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. Thank you so much for being with us today. Just a quick reminder now, if you miss our live show on Saturdays, 1 to 2 p.m., you can catch us twice on Sundays, and that's from 8 to 9 a.m. And once again in the evening, 7 to 8 p.m., right here on KLZ 560. We're going to go to the phones now and talk to a, uh, a couple of new friends we have made recently, and uh, we're going to be diving into the uh, camper world here and uh, all getting ready here for the hunting season and uh, just want to get these gentlemen on here today so first of all I want to introduce Tom McCrory he is um, head of sales out at B&B RV here in Denver so Tom thanks for being with us on Sportsman of Colorado. Thank you Scott. All right and we've also got Steve McLeod he is the owner of Vorshear uh, products out in uh, Utah so Steve thanks for being with us. Thanks. And we've also got Mark Mousey, and Mark is the Chief Growth Officer. Now, Mark, hey, love that title. So, man, we're going to get some growth here. we got great listeners, so we appreciate you being with us as well, sir. Thanks. Great to be with you. All right. Thank you, guys. Tom, let's start with you. Uh, B&B RV, heard the name for years. And, uh, man, just give us a little background of, of the dealership there, and then we'll kind of delve into what all you guys offer. Yeah, we are a family-owned and operated um, small business. I've been open for 22 years, and we specialize in uh, motorhome rentals and off-road, off-grid capable trailer sales. And then we also do some service here as well. And, uh, man, I tell you, just to kind of give the heartbeat of the industry right now, I mean, what's it like, you know, getting product and, and all that just with all we've been through this last year and a half? Yeah, we've certainly seen a, a pretty big uh, spike in demand over the past, you know, 18 to 24 months, really, um, as people started thinking about how they were going to spend their free time and, and not being able to, to do a lot of the stuff they used to do inside, looking for opportunities outside. You know, I think the, the camping industry and just the outdoor industry in general has certainly boomed and, and mm-hmm. you know, 
good or bad, we're, we're part of that boom. And, um, yeah, off-road capable trailer sales have, have become um, a hot commodity. Extremely popular, yeah, yeah. for sure. Because, you know, with all the COVID stuff, a lot of people didn't want to stay in hotels and all that. So, man, everybody hit the road. Um, so when people come um, – Let's talk about this, you know, and they want to look at maybe uh, whether it's renting an RV or buying an RV. I mean, what are some of the kind of questions you ask to make sure you get them the right um, RV that they need for, like I say, rental or purchase? Yeah, so our our business here, again, we, we rent motorhomes. We, we run them for a couple seasons usually, excuse me, a couple summers, and then we will retire them and sell them. So we do have a, a used inventory of motorhomes. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, so a, a unit with a motor in it. But then we have, uh, you know, a, a pretty wide selection, and Vorshear being, being one of them, of uh, camping trailers. And so, you know, my conversation with a customer usually starts with, well, like there's a kind of a flow chart or a flow of thought here. And first question is, do you want a motor or not? And if uh, the answer is we do not want a motor, we want to tow something, then we start to talk about what's going to best suit their needs. And, again, our niche here is off-road capable, so I'm already making an assumption that they want to get away from a campground and they mm-hmm. want to get off-grid or off-road, um, get away from the people, get you know out as far as they can. Um, and so we have we have the stuff that will help them do that. And then there's a bunch of other questions to help kind of explore within that category then what, what product might make the most sense. But, you know, Vorshear certainly rises to the top when we talk about off-road capableness. Sure. So the real popular trends right now with these um, trailers and, and Vorshear uh, especially uh, are most people, man, they just got to like the, that was my first time to see one the other day when I came out. And, uh, man, the size and the, you don't need something very big to pull it back there with you do you yeah i mean again they they range in in size and capableness but right. right with with a Vorshear product it's it's small it's nimble it can be beaten up they're built to last the manufacturing is really what stood out with us mm-hmm. um, in terms of Vorshear's product and the quality of which they build and um yeah you know people want that because they they've maybe experienced um you know, campgrounds and have realized maybe that's not exactly where they want to spend their free time is in a, in a campground with with a neighbor right next to him, so looking to get a little further out, and you know, stuff the stuff we sell is, is going to help them do that. Absolutely. Once again, you're listening to Sportsman of Colorado, and we are uh, talking with B&B RV, Tom McCrory, and also uh, a couple of gentlemen from Vorshear. And you can check out the website. That's V O R S H E E R dot com, and. Uh, Steve, if I can jump in with you here, you know, I think a lot of people are familiar with camper trailers, toy haulers, and RVs and all that, but the term Overland Trailer. So let's kind of break that down and, and how you guys even came up with this concept. So uh, Overland Trailer would be, uh, it would be a trailer that, uh, you know, as Tom was saying, that you can kind of get out, uh, in a sense, cut your own trail, get away from the crowds, and truly go wherever you want to go to go camping. I mean, as long as your vehicle's capable of getting there and you've got the skills to pull the trailer, you, you can, you can typically reach any destination you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the whole idea. You know, that would be the term overlanding. You're going to go out overland, um, you know, whether it's through a field, rocks, you name it. And you're going to, you're going to really be able to get out and get away from people and, and see the stars and enjoy the peace and enjoy the outdoors and enjoy the nature. And, and, you know, maybe not have the guys in the, the big fifth wheel partying next to you at 2 o'clock in the morning. Absolutely. No, for sure. 
So when we talk about from just a, you know the regular camper that we've all seen and probably been in, um, kind of go through the different um, aspects of an overland trailer. So in, in overland camping, you're going to have you're going to have your basic amenities. You're going to have uh, you know a sink and, and hot and cold water and, and a fridge and a freezer and a, and a cooktop. Um, but you're not going to have all the amenities that you would maybe have in a, you know, let's say a big uh, fifth wheel camp trailer. You're not going to have the leather couches and the big screen TVs and and the, you know, the full bathrooms. And overland camping, you're definitely going to be uh, more connected to the outdoors. Uh, they, you know, they've got a shower, but it's an outdoor shower point. Okay. Um, you know, you're going to be uh, you're going to be using a porta potty with a, a trailer like ours. Um, but you do have, uh, on our XOC model, you've still got a queen-size bed you can retreat to at night, get in out of the elements. Um, they all come with an optional rooftop tent. Um, and the, the kids love that. It's like being in a treehouse for kids. Sure. They love to get those rooftop tents and, and uh, you know, sleep and play and, and you name it. And mom and dad can still sleep on a comfortable queen-size mattress. Wow, Absolutely. So how many models are kind of in your lineup that you work with B&B RV? What's kind of available? And let's kind of walk through that, that lineup. Of... So we've got three current models right now. We have the XRT, which is the extreme road trailer, and it's designed to be pulled behind uh, motorcycles and side-by-sides. And it offers an indoor sleeping cabin, a double-sized bed. Um, for weight reasons, though, it's all, it's all aluminum. Um, but for weight purposes, uh, we you know we have to forego things like water tanks and sinks. But it does offer you some shelter and and some lightweight uh, ruggedness. Um, mm-hmm. And then moving on up from that, we offer a model. It's called the XCR. Um, the XCR uh, does not have a sleeping cabin, and it. it's more of a gear trailer. But it was designed to be uh, lighter weight, far more nimble. You could you can tow with a side by side. You can tow with a Subaru, a Jeep. Um, but it once again it has a roof rack, an awning, a uh, rooftop tent. Um, you can comfortably sleep three to four people. Uh, uh, you can always upgrade the tent too. You can go to a much larger tent, even get up to five or six. Okay. And the XCR, you're going to have a sink and a, a fridge, a freezer, you know, running water, hot and cold water. You have a shower, um, a stove. I mean, you're going to you're going to still have some nice amenities that are very quick to set up. I mean, you can be set up and camping with that trailer in about two minutes. It's very fast. And then to our flagship model would be our XOC. Um, it's our largest model. Um, you know, you've got a, a, a small cabin that's got a, a queen-size bed in it. Um, the, the bed basically makes up the whole cabin. And once again, you get the rooftop tent option. You've got a, a complete galley with fridge, freezer, um, cooktop, uh, sink, running, you know, hot, cold water. Wow. Um, and that's prior flagship. And then one thing we do on all our trailers that's unique to us is uh, it's just the way we build them. I mean, everything, you know, we're, we're made in America. We're proud of that. We, we wear those stripes very proud. Mm-hmm. Uh, we offer things like, the you know, our spare tire swings are very unique to us. Uh, the accessory packs for the spare tire swings. We, we offer lots of different storage capabilities for um, any type of gear from roto packs to max tracks. Um, high lift jacks. I mean, we just got all kinds of neat features built into these trailers where you can, you can really customize them yourself. That's part of the fun of the overlanding world is, is taking these things and, and, and kind of playing with them. And, and you know, every guy likes to make his trailer his own. And so sure. we've made, we've made it really easy for them to kind of go in and outfit them beyond what they get at the dealer. 
um, just to make it custom to, to what they would like and what they plan on doing with it. Yeah, absolutely. So, Tom, let's go back to Tom McCrory here, uh, head of sales over at B&B RV. When people first come on your lot and, you know, they're kind of looking for that typical camper, uh, then all of a sudden they see the Vorshare products. I mean, I'm sure the first question is like, what is that? Yeah, it's, uh, people are, are pretty blown away. Because um, it's I've, cool looking, man. I mean, and boy, it looks stout for sure. Yeah, eyes wide open. You know, a lot of times we'll have customers walk in and they don't, they don't, they understand this segment, but they don't totally get what they're walking into. Gotcha. And they start to, to see the, the capableness and, you know, the timber and suspension and the max coupler hitch and, you know, the galley style kitchen with all the amenities. But yet it's in this small, off road capable, really well built, you know, trailer setup that, you know, I think. People, again, understand something like that's out there, but hadn't seen one before and mm-hmm. are usually pretty blown away by it. Yeah, absolutely. So any, uh, maybe a couple of feedback from some clients that have bought one of these and, and just some of the highlight points that they uh, felt like, man, so glad I got this product from Vorshear. Yeah, I think, I mean, I've already mentioned it a few times and I don't want to beat the drum, but... No, that's okay. And Steve, I, you know, like I said before, we're, we've... From day one, we were really impressed with just the the manufacturing quality, and I think people who understand what this thing is when they walk in, that is the first thing they say about it. It's like, look at the welds on this. Like, time has been well spent, and everything on it is well thought out. Mm -hmm. uh, They're very intentional with their design. Again, it's it's been manufactured for a purpose, and uh, yeah, people who are in line with that purpose come in and are like, immediately, that is that's the one. That's that's going to look nice behind my, my Jeep as I crawl over these rocks. And, sure. And then I can take a shower at night. Yeah. I've got a warm place to sleep. <laughs> Absolutely. And, uh, yeah. We, uh, we have some inventory right now. We have a couple XERs on the lot that are available. They just came in last week, which okay. is, um, you know, that's the, the, the smaller unit with the rooftop tent that Steve just mentioned. And then we have a couple XOCs coming in a few weeks. One is already sold. And so you asked a question earlier that I don't know that I ever really answered, but inventory for us is extremely difficult to get and so 95 percent of what i have on order and i have a bunch of stuff on order with our manufacturers uh, but about 95 percent of it is sold before it hits our lot Mm -hmm. so through that conversation of helping people identify what it is they want i tell them you know as soon as we figure out what it is that's going to best suit your needs get it on order (laughs) get your deposit down yeah Yeah. because it's uh, the weight's not going to get shorter and at this point, you're risking not having it next summer. Right. And, you know, I think, you know, put this out too, folks. This isn't something of a, a high-pressure sale or something like that. This is a fact of doing business today in just about any industry. I don't care what it is, okay? So when they say you need to get a deposit down, that's, again, that's not the high pressure. That's just like if you want one, that's the only way you're going to end up getting one because everything's going to be pre-sold. That's that too. Um, you know, talking earlier about the flow chart and helping people understand what's going to best suit their needs. Like that's the favorite, my favorite part of this job is sure. someone coming in and not really having an understanding of what this thing is that we sell, and, and helping them, you know, realize whether or not it's going to be their best fit. And nine times out of ten, people are coming to us because they they already know they don't want to be in a campsite and they want to be off off road, off grid, um, overlanding. And so, yeah, there's. Again, through that conversation, there's lots of different directions it can go, but um, it's fun. It's a fun industry to be in right now, and I 
a lot of, owe a lot of that to the guys who are cranking out some really, really high-quality, great product. Absolutely. So once again, folks, if you're just joining us, B&B RV in Denver, uh, they can uh, help you out with the sales in, the rental in, and service as well. So really, truly, it's your one-stop shop there, and they will take care of you. 22 years in business, family-owned and operated. So great company, and you're going to be hearing more about them here on the show. And also, go to the website and go to, you know, um, being a brochure, I should say, uh, v o r s h e e r dot com. Uh, they're out of Springville, Utah, and uh, check them out. And then go by and see Tom. Let him walk you through these uh, products. And uh, as he mentioned, you got to get by there if you want something for this hunting season, especially. Get by there as soon as you can, and they will do all they can to help you out. So, Steve, um, I'm closing our remarks here a little bit. Um, Let's just say, first of all, and maybe I should ask this at the beginning, but, man, how did you guys even come up with this concept? Because, man, when I pulled up the other day, I was shocked at what these units look like. And, I mean, they're super cool. Uh, but how did you even come up with the concept? Well, so the concept was really derived uh, from from what we touched on a few times before, and that was just kind of the getting away from everybody. Yeah. Um, and, and that was probably the, the largest driving force, but... I would say the second thing was, is, you know, we want to be cool. I mean, we want to be rugged. We want to look cool. We, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a guy's guy and, and, um, you, you know, we, this is similar to, uh, you know, the traditional teardrop industry, I guess. Right. But, you know, the teardrop trailers never had a look that appealed to me. It never turned my head driving down the road. And we uh-huh. really wanted something that would r- really kind of stop people and make them turn their heads and go, wow, what is that? You mm-hmm. know? And, um, and so that that was really the drive behind it. Like it, it had to be cool. It had to be rugged. It had to be tough. It had to be functional. We try to everything on the trailer has to have a purpose. And so that that was really the design idea behind all our models. Yeah. Well, a plus on all of it, sir, because they are very cool. <laughs> so for sure. So Steve, one thing about you know, with all we've been through this last year and a half, especially in just the crazy times that we're in, this is something that I see. You know, instead of people jumping on a plane or getting in their car somewhere and just driving to, you know, Disney World or doing something, man, what a great idea to get the family all together, um, you know, and go camping and really have that time together and maybe, you know, get the kids off the and, – and the parents, let's be honest, get the kids off of their iPads and phones and all that and just spend time together as a family. Uh, I, I totally agree, and that's the that's the beauty of what we do here at Vorshire and what uh, B&B RV um, offers is it's that ability to just kind of get, get away from the hustle and the bustle and get away from all the technology and the, you know, the, the smartphones and the tablets and the computers and actually, uh, you know, get to the outdoors and look at the world around you and actually enjoy it. Maybe, you know, maybe let the kids do some stargazing and identify some constellations without all the light pollution from the city. And, sure. And, uh, I don't know, just let them explore the world around them. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, and it's a great time to just bond with the kids without all the distractions, you know. We've mm-hmm. probably all had the experience of talking to our teenager and, and, and they're looking at their phone and kind of looking at you, and, and it's like you just can't even get a real conversation out of them. And that's <laughs> the beauty about being out camping is you can kind of tear those walls down and go after it. Right, right. And, Tom, real quick, let me come to you. When, when you know, families may do come out, and, you know, kids are with them and they're looking. Kids got to love just thinking about going camping, don't they? 
Oh, they do. Yeah, they love to explore the stuff we have in the showroom, and they're open in every compartment. And you know, talking about how they talking about how they're going to get out on their first trip and where they want to take it. Absolutely. And I know I introduced Mark uh, Malji at the at the beginning, and uh, actually Mark is a doctor and has done a lot of family counseling. So, Mark, I'm going to bring you in here real quick and just kind of get your thoughts on this whole idea of, uh, man, families spending some time together, you know, in this environment with camping. It's been, it's been really a, a fun venture for me, uh, a little bit of a different career change, obviously, you know, working here at Borshire, and what a great environment. You know, if you came in... Uh, and shook our hands, you'd find out, you know, we're, we're husbands, we're fathers, we're mothers. Uh, we like to camp, we like to fish. And I know for me, I, I love the way Tom, that you talked about your showroom. And I think my kids would be right there, you know, opening every latch, climbing in every compartment and the excitement. I mean, what parent doesn't want their kids to, to have the best life possible. And one of the things we're passionate about is, you know, these trailers, you can, you can get this trailer ready get it loaded, get off work on a Friday, hook onto it, and be out to your campsite in a couple of hours, you know, depending right. on how far you go. And and then once you get there, you know, this is the kind of stuff we like to think about. It's like now you open the door, you hop out, you know, the sunshine hits your face, and what do you do with the kids? How do you help them have this, this cool camping experience? And there's a few things you can do. Um, for example, you can just take some blank paper, Maybe maybe you remember doing this as a kid, but you can just take a piece of paper and you put it on a surface and like rub it with a crayon or a piece of chalk, mm-hmm. and you kind of transfer that texture to the paper. Well, you can create a nature journal. Have your kids go out and they can do that with the bark of a tree or a rock or just about anything that they come across. That's the beginning part. The next thing you do as a parent is sit down with them and let them tell you about it. Talk about a way to connect, yeah. especially little kids. And they get excited. Oh, I did this over there. And all you have to do as a parent is just repeat it. Let them know that you heard them. And uh, and that helps them have a, an awesome experience. Um, the other one that's kind of fun, too, and we did this with our kids when they were little. You know, we'd, you always got pie plates in the cupboard. Get out some pie plates, number them from, from one to eight or whatever, and set up a scavenger hunt for your kids. Uh, and, and have fun with it. Use the things that are already there, rocks in the stream, mm-hmm. you know, so many paces and touch the pine tree. And it's just so fun for them, and do it with them. Uh, it doesn't cost anything. It's fun. It's easy. And, and again, like Steve was saying, if you're going to ask the kids to come out of the fifth wheel and not sit in front of the big screen, if you're going to ask them to get off the iPad, give them something to do. Create that experience for them and, and then do it with them. It's great great opportunity for families to bond and connect no 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 that's great information well steve hey we appreciate your time and um tom we appreciate yours as well and we look forward to doing some more of these shows in the future so once again if you want to kind of look at the full product line you can go to vorshear.com that's v-o-r-s-h-e-e-r.com you can also check out b&b's website it's bb-rv.com and when you get by there uh, ask for tom let him know you heard him here on sportsman of colorado and i promise you they'll take great care of you so gentlemen Thank you both, and uh, we will look forward to our next conversation. 
Thanks for having us. All right. Yeah, All right. You guys have a good day. Thanks for joining us for Sportsman of Colorado. Hope you have a great rest of your weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. expressed on KLZ 560 are those of the speaker, commentators, hosts, their guests, and callers. They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ Management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country Station.